0: And can author the number one bestseller Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, a Holistic Approach. And if you are a highly sensitive person, I'd love to give you my gift called the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide. You can just check it out at sensitive soul guide.com. All one word sensitive soul guide.com. And uh, every week we try to bring you special people that have touched my lives, that have changed my life, and also especially those that are really going to help increase and um, enlighten the rest of the world with their light and energy. And this week's show is no exception. I have a very special guest today. His name is Keith Leon S., and guess what? He was my very first, yes, first uh, personal coach that I ever had. At the time, I was going through um, a lot of financial struggle, personal struggles, and I'd never had a coach before, and I had gone to a workshop called the Millionaire Mind Intensive and signed up for this coaching and I met Keith and, and what I really wanted my heart of hearts was to to write a book and we'll, we're going to talk about more about book writing uh, next week. but uh, so I got together with Keith. And uh, I just I just fell in love with Keith. He was an amazing coach for me, and it, because of his his inspiration, I was able to kind of get out of my own way and be able to actually write three books. <laughs> um, uh, they they're all e-books, and then and and of course my bestseller. Um, it just without that inspiration, it was it would have been very very difficult. Uh, And what I want to talk about today with Keith is about his own personal experiences, which literally I did not know anything about until I read his book, Walking With My Angels. And by the way, you can check it out at uh, walkingwithmyangelsbook.com and learn all about it and, of course, get it on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. So when I read this book, I was just blown away. I was, like, blown away because, first of all, you know, I work with angels. I work with, you know, uh, other celestial beings all the time. Uh, however, I've never had some of those really tangible physical experiences that Keith had that he's going to share with us today and his whole huge mission is about how to, how to have the rest of us connect to our angels in that tangible, amazing way. And so he's been traveling all over the world, you know, sharing this message of light and love. And I'm super excited to have him on the show. And, and let me just share a little bit more about Keith. So, you know where he's coming from. Um, you know, he's a multiple international bestselling author, a book publisher, and by the way, he's going to be publishing my next bestselling book <laughs> this year. And he's also a speaker. He's well known as what's called the book guy. So, his life purpose book is called Walking with My Angels A True Story, uh, with a foreword by Chicken Soup for the Souls not uh, you know jack canfield like the jack canfield super super cool so keith has also appeared on many popular radio and tv broadcasts and his work has been covered by inc magazine la weekly the huffington post published magazine and succeed magazine just to name a few and he's spoken at events that include jack canfield Bob Proctor, Neil Donald Walsh, one of my favorites, Barbara DeAngelis, John Gray, Michael Beckwith, and Marianne Williamson. He is also a member of the Evolutionary Business Council. He's also, get this, an accomplished singer and songwriter. In fact, I was at one of these events that Keith and and his wonderful, beautiful, amazing wife Mara presented at, a relationship event, and I was able to have the opportunity to see this magic of of, uh, Keith singing at the event and people crying. It was so amazing. Um, so we're going to talk more about the book business next week, but today is all about angels. So welcome, Keith. I'm so excited.
1: <laughs> Me too. It's always great to be in your presence. You, you know I love you.
0: <laughs> uh, I love you too, Keith and uh, and Mara. You, you guys are I mean, so amazing, and, and one of the things I really appreciate you, about, you both, I'm just going to say this now, is, is that you walk your talk. This is really, really mm-hmm. important. I think those of us that are, you know, first of all, being the light, but also then being in the limelight is super important for us to walk our talk, and that's what I appreciate about you. Um, mm-hmm. but, but, but let's start about uh, sharing a little bit about your journey like angels it it sounds like from your book that you've been connected to your angels early on and maybe share some of those experiences like how did you get to this point I know that's a really big question but whatever you feel <laughs> guided to share would be awesome
1: there's the first 20 minutes uh, yeah. <laughs> well the, the snapshot is uh, my parents divorced when I was two years old and my mother uh, Who's the one that I was left to live with is was manic depressive, and I would like to say more depressive than manic. Matter of fact, I looked forward to the manic stuff, Uh, mostly depressive, and so he wasn't really available to do anything but teach me unconditional love, which is great. But I'm talking about parenting. I'm talking about cooking. (laughs) I'm talking about keeping me out of harm's way. So. Yeah, so that kind of left my sister, who was a teenager, to try to help raise me, and my grandma pitched in, and some church members kind of pitched in, but ultimately, I was raising myself. That's the bottom line. And uh, and so uh, how do how do you do that when you're five six? <laughs> so uh, about six seven years old, uh, I started hearing this voice that introduced itself as my guardian angel, and the voice was outside of me, and it moved around. So that like if it was in my head, and I told somebody, and they and they said like my mom did at first, your imaginary friend, I might have bought into that, right? My imaginary right. friend, but because the voice the voice was outside of me, like up in the up in the corner in the, by the by the, the ceiling and behind me to the left and right in front of me sometimes. And he moved around so that I could kind of identify it, kind of like being in a body, right, and moving around on me. So, so I uh, really was led and inspired and um, mentored by this voice, my guardian angel's voice, and kept me out of harm's way, kept me from being molested around the corner from my house behind a church uh, saved my life on uh, multiple occasions and um, uh, man, so uh, so that was the childhood <laughs> and uh, so it just helped me get through that and then I got into high school and then I started, like most people, a lot of people do, getting into partying and, and doing uh, those things and uh, the more I kind of partied and did drugs and drank and all that, then the less I was hearing my angel and uh, I was hearing when the angel is helping me, you know, get away from the cops, I was hearing. But when the angel was saying you should put the pipe down, not listening, right? <laughs> Selective yeah. hearing, I, I had. Interesting. And uh, yeah, so as the years went by, I, I, that connection faded away, and uh, so flash forward into my early twenties. Now I have basically no belief system, and I got a job bartending at a bar up in Fresno, California, blue collar bar, and. Uh, Day one, there was a a man that I met that was like really interesting and quiet and mysterious. Hardly ever said a word, but when he did, people listened. And so he was uh, intriguing, to say the least. (laughs) So I started talking him up, and, and at one point I asked him if he wanted to hang out after work. And he was like, yeah, sure, let's do that. We're hanging out after work, and he's asking me questions about my belief system. And um, finds out that it's next to nothing at this point. And uh, so he's he's doing things and saying things to kind of try to open my mind. And at one point he says, do you trust me? I said, uh, yeah, I do. And so I had this ring on that my uh, stepfather, my mom had married a man when I was eight. And he, he died like five days after the wedding. And so in a horrific way. And so I I, I had the ring on that he was wearing. And um, and only me and my stepfather who passed away had worn that ring, so our energy was the only energy in it. So um, I handed the ring to this guy, and he closed his fist around it, and he did what's called a life review. And he told me everything about my life from the moment I was born to the wow. day that my – Yeah, until the day that my stepfather died with that ring on, and I could tell he saw that because he cringed and shook and put the ring back in my hand and said I could have went my whole life without seeing that, and um, so I knew what he had saw, so I'm thinking, wow, this guy, he's got something at least, right? (laughs) I mean, maybe maybe not everybody has ESP or whatever, but this guy has something, and uh, so he continued to make predictions like about world events, about tell me what my whole next day would look like. And it happened exactly the way he said, and he just got me to believe in him implicitly. And and then eventually he said, again, do you trust me? And I said, yeah. And he said, well, I guess it's time to tell you. And I was like, tell me what? And he said, well, you know how people call people that do good deeds for each other, earthbound angels. And I said, yeah. And he goes, that's not who we are. And I said, who we are? (laughs) And he said, "Yeah." yeah. You know, there's, there's a group of us that, how can I say this? We were etheric angels. We were in the spirit realm, and we've been dropped into uh, bodies to do specific work with specific people um, because, and, and we're assigned to certain people. And so you are uh, a person that I have been assigned to, to to take you from believing in nothing to believing in everything so that you can live into your purpose and to keep you from dying before your predetermined expiration date that's what he said before your predetermined expiration date and if you died before that it would have a not so great effect on the planet
0: wow so, uh,
1: yeah so a lot to put you know no pressure right <laughs> no, <laughs> no pressure,
0: pressure at all <laughs> no no oh my god
1: so huh. So he told me he would do, he would work with me to take me from believing in nothing to believing in everything, and then at some point he would do two things. One, reveal my life's purpose to me, and the second, he would uh, save my life. And uh, once he had done that save-my-life thing, then I needed to let him go because then he would need to go on to the next person that he was assigned to and do the same for them. And so uh, it was between a year and a year and a half that he spent with me doing that work with me and did everything that he promised and more. And then when it was time to let him go, that was potentially the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life because we had got so close.
0: Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Well, I I know I see the movie coming out. (laughs) In my mind, this is going to be such a great movie. And Keith, uh, my assistant Tasha, just uh, uh, let me know through text that, uh, somehow we have a little glitch here in the radio show, and there, instead of being um, an hour with a little extra time just in case, we actually only have half an hour, So, which means I have 19 oh. minutes uh, left, which is a real bummer. So maybe we'll, we'll see what we're going to do next week. Um, we may not be able to take um, a lot of questions from people, unfortunately, um, but there were some definitely really, really important questions that we want to ask you if that's okay. Um yeah. And then we'll yeah, I I yeah, the I don't think we can extend the show, but Tasha's trying to figure it out if we can do that. Um so just I just want to share with the, everyone just the link to your amazing book. I mean, it really is like I, I mean, I'm really personally into, of course, Angels, but also into the supernatural. So there are some pretty supernatural events in your book. Um so for yeah. folks that are listening in, check out the book, walkingwithmyangelsbook.com. That is the uh, domain name of where you can find out more. So walkingwithmyangelsbook.com. And uh, Keith, I remember one of the stories you talked about, uh, you were fairly young then and you were speeding along in a car with a friend who was driving and probably wasn't driving very well. <laughs> um, and literally you were in a car crash, you heard all the glass shatter and everything like that. And then well i'll let you tell the rest of the story because it's pretty amazing
1: yeah yeah and as soon as we hit this power box on this little island uh where the lights change right that big power box heard all the glass break and all of that then uh, i had a what's called a life review so my my life flashed before my eyes from birth all the way through my age at the time which was 17 and uh or 16 17 and um It was all the key moments, you know, and really fast in flashes, all the key moments that had happened to me through my life. And so it zipped forward like a movie and fast forward. And then we got to the part where it crashed in the car. And then as soon as we crashed and the glass broke and there's glass flying everywhere, everything just froze. And it was just like in a film, it like froze. And then it went into reverse. Everything went backwards. Wow. All the way back to in the womb. And then I wake up and, um, and my friend and I, uh, Timar and I, are sitting on the side of the road in the car, and it's like about a half a block down, parked, and the engine is purring. And he looks over at me and goes, uh, did you have it? Did you have it? And I go, light flash before your eyes? And he goes, yes. And he goes, my dad's going to kill me because the car's wrecked, right? And he just got it for his 16th birthday, a 69 Mustang. So we, uh, So we get out of the car to survey damage, and we look at the car, and it's perfectly fine. And the car's pouring wow. but the hubcap the rear hubcap is missing. And we look back to the intersection that we had, you know, just dodged and missed a bunch of cars and hit the hit the power power box and we look and like there's nobody there. So it's like we jumped a timeline or something. Nobody is there. And then we go and we we retrieve the hubcap and we look at the curb right next to the box which sort of that old chunky black asphalt that dents really easy. Uh, not the gray stuff we have now. And you could see the scrape from that rear tire. The scrape literally scrapes into the curb and goes right to the box. We were just like, it was proof that we had hit that and that time had literally reversed to keep us on the planet. It's incredible.
0: Wow. Well, I'm getting chills. I mean, I read it, but just hearing you say it is amazing. <laughs> amazing. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, and people,
1: you know, when when people see a car crash like they show up for you. Like they they run over, are you okay? They help, they call, you know, right. nobody was there. They they all disappeared. We're just like, "Where did everyone go?" <laughs> it's like a Twilight Zone movie. It's crazy.
0: Wow. Yeah, it's like to me it's like you were dropped into like a different quantum stream reality. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's the reverse, but anyway, I don't know how to explain it. But that that is amazing.
1: Timeline timeline Um, jump, I like to call
0: it. Yeah, exactly. So I just wanted to announce to everybody that's live on the show that um, we actually have a little buffer time past the 15. Minutes that we have, so about another 10 15 minutes after that. But if you're on the live stream, it's going to cut off cut off for you. So if you want to keep listening to Keith and I, um, you can actually call in. The number to call in is eight one eight five one four eleven ninety. And if you have a question, uh, you can raise your hand with dialing 1, so again, that number is 818-514-1190, and so those of you that are physically calling in during the live show will be able to hear to the end of it. Of course, it'll be recorded. However, the people on the live stream, unfortunately, that'll cut off at the 30-minute mark, so we've got about 15 minutes left for that. Um, so, Keith, one of, the, you know, one of the questions that comes up, and I know it's on the minds of our listeners, is that... You know, I read your book. They're reading your book, and it comes like, well, gee, Keith is Claire audience and super talented. So how am I supposed to connect with my angels if I'm not Claire audience and I don't hear them? So that's one of the questions. How would you like to feel that? Mm.
1: Well, I love to, I love teaching this to people, and this is what I do at my live events and webinars that I have. is uh, It's called sit, ask, and listen. So there's a lot of us sitting, right, meditating, doing all the closed-eye stuff, a lot of us asking questions all day long. But when do we really sit long enough, focus long enough on the question we asked to receive the answer? And so if you don't hear angels yet, um, when you sit and you ask a question – with clarity, and that question starts with a how or a what, not the word why. If you ask why did something happen, the universe goes, yeah, why, and keeps giving you reasons to ask why. So, so how can I be more loving? How can I find out more about this? What do I need to do next? What, how, what, how? Those are the questions you want to ask. So the key is you ask the one question you've not been able to get an answer to in your head or in your brain. Right? You've not been able to get an answer. If you got an answer to that, you would know it was angels. And you ask that one one question, and then you focus and listen until you receive the answer. I did this one time. I waited two weeks for an answer, but that answer changed my life. And you may say, well, I don't have two weeks to sit around and wait for an answer. I've got to go to work, you know, or i got to do, right. do things. So, so you just stay with that one question. You get up. You go about your business if you have to. But you keep asking the question over and over again, spinning it as much as you can, like a mantra, as much as you can remember. You just keep asking that one question. Focus on the one question. You may go out to the car, turn on the radio, and the lyrics to the first song are exactly the answer to that question. You may be speaking with somebody, and you're asking the question in your head, and then the next sentence they say is the answer to the question. You may uh, There's just so many ways that the answer may come to you that isn't a voice like I hear, but it is obvious, that it is clearly the answer, and uh, and so the angels are going to come to you uh, with baby steps, you know, they're going to show up in little ways where you go, oh, okay, yeah, I got the answer, yeah, I get it, I, I, I'm starting to believe a little bit, and then you keep doing, sit, ask, listen, and then they come in a more more grand way, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I totally get, that was the answer, you start to buy in a little more, right, because it happens as we believe. Right? As we believe. Ah. so And the subconscious runs, runs the show. So you have to reprogram the subconscious mind to believe, yes, there are angels, yes, they can give me answers. And the more you do that, uh, and the more they can show you evidence, which will be everywhere. Uh, then at some point they may come in and talk to you or show themselves to you. But uh, but my angel, you know, that I told you about that I met in Fresno, you know, he didn't just go home with me the first time and say, hey, I'm an earthbound angel. I'm here to save your life, right? You notice that? <laughs> he didn't do right, that. Right, right. <laughs> he he, he he did baby steps and he led me along the way and he did the life review and then he did predictions and he did, he he did baby steps along the way to get me to believe more and more and more and more. So that finally, when he dropped this thing on me, I'd be able to wrap my mind around it. And that's how this angel work is, right? You just, you keep getting evidence. You buy in a little more, you just see evidence a little more. And, uh, and it's really like the old radio dial where you used to have the tuner and the volume tuning knob and you had to turn it left and right. and It was all static <laughs> And if this wow. is like that, you tu- you tune the knob, you tune the knob, and finally when the station comes in, it's clear. And and you step back and say, don't touch the knob. It's, just, it's so clear right now. That's what this is like. Your your focus, you're turning the, tuning the knob. Maybe it's a little static at first, but once it gets clear and it comes in, then you'll be seeing evidence that not only angels are there for you, but they have been there for you all along.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. And before we get to our first caller with a question, that segues into the next question that I know everyone is also (laughs) wanting to learn from you and and get an answer from is, you know, in your book you talk about when the angels or the voice of the angels kind of faded away. And I know there are some earth actions that we do that may be not aligned to our divine path. We turn away. So the question is, do they really ever abandon us? And then, uh, you know, and, and, and what what does our action have to do with them being there or not being there? Because some people clearly feel like, I, I think I did the wrong thing. I don't think my angels are, are with me. So your perspective uh. on that?
1: Well, guardian angel will always be with you, and they, they, your guardian angel, we all have at least one, right, only has two jobs, and that is love you unconditionally. So whew, that answers what you just said, answers that question. <laughs> There's nothing you can do that make them love you any less. They're like your mom, right? They will just love you unconditionally. And, and the second job is they are to get you to your predetermined expiration date. That's why they're called the a guardian angel. They know when you're supposed to be here until, and their job is to get you to that date, and there's so many moving parts—trains, trains, planes, automobiles. Now there's, you know, people getting shot up at movies or school, right? So they're they're just on high watch, trying to get us to that date. So that's their jobs. Other than that, they're just following us around, bored because we're not engaging them. <laughs> so, so if they, if they're going to do anything else other than love us unconditionally, and get us to our predetermined expiration date, because we have free will, we must ask. You must ask them. So you, it could be as easy as, hey, guardian angel, uh, thanks for getting me to this point in my life. I would love, love, love to see evidence that you're in my life. Let's play. I'm giving you permission to show up. Like I ask a question, you give me an answer. Show up in any way that, that I will know that it's you. And uh, and I would just I would just love love to do that. I'm inviting you into my life uh, to show up for me, show me evidence. And so it is. Amen. However you like to, uh, you know. And thank you, thank you, thank you. I always say thank you, thank you, thank you. And so it me is. Too. Assuming it's gonna happen. And amen. I love the amen. And so ha- however that is for you, just make sure they know it's an invitation you're opening to see evidence and proof that they're there. And then they'll be like, woohoo, yes, I've been waiting for you to ask. And then they'll start showing
0: up. Ah, I love it. And that reminds me of the story, Keith, I'm sure you're, you're aware of this one where, um, you know, it's, it's a story about uh, a man, he's in a flood, uh, it's flooding his whole town. He ends up on his roof and, and the water's just, it's going to engulf him. And he prays and he prays, you know, please, please God, please save me. You know, so, a boat comes by and they're like, come on get in. And he's like, "No, no, no. God's going to save me. God's going to save me." And they're, you know, so they take off and then a helicopter comes by and I may be taking artistic license with this because I can't remember exactly. But anyway, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. helicopter comes. Come on, get in. Get in. He, "No, no, no. God's going to save me. God's going to save me." You know, and uh finally he the guy drowns and then he's at the pearly gates and they're like he's like, "Why didn't you save me, God?" And you know, God's like, "Well, I sent you a boat and I sent you a helicopter." But you just need to, yeah, take action. So, yeah, and I think sometimes yeah. because I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, you know, part of my soul is an angelic soul, so I'm an earth angel, but not in the in the way that your friend was, where they're fully conscious and assigned to one person. So, yeah, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so what happens sometimes is like some people will be asking for help, and then they'll end up, I don't know, somehow connecting with me, and they'll give them a tip or tidbit as what they needed to know. Uh but the funny thing is is they're like, "Nah, that's not it." You know? And I'm like, "Okay." i do not to take that right. advice. Like, "No, no, no. i was looking for something bigger, more fantastic or, you know, some some yeah. something I want the miracle to be the way I want it to be." Right? Yeah. Like materialize right. this money on my table now. <laughs> you know? Right. But it doesn't always work that way. No. Uh, it yeah. doesn't. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh,
0: all right so we have a caller here area code 210 so i'm going to unmute you and if you could just introduce your first name and share a question or comment and then um yeah you can talk to keith and i okay so here we go hello
1: hello hello this is pearl from texas
0: hey pearl So I loved hearing, um, I loved hearing his story. I thought it was fascinating, and um, and then a lot of the question I was going to ask was already answered just now about um, proofing. When you ask um, your angels a question and you wait for some a type of a sign or an answer, or um, but one thing that I wrestle with is is doubt. So when you receive the answer and it's so
1: soft and gentle that. You don't really know if that is the answer, so you wait for secondary or or third proof
0: to come along. So
1: how do you deal with that second guessing? Yeah, yeah, great question. Good Thank question.
0: you.
1: Uh, I, I highly encourage you to get a uh, what's called a first instinct journal. <laughs> so you're just going to get a journal and you're going to write first instinct journal because I'm calling it, I'm calling this angels, but it other people call it you know divine guidance inner guidance system uh, intuition spirit god universe like it doesn't care what you call it as long as you call it right but uh, our first instinct is always right but only every time and so if you write first instinct journal on this and you make this one commitment that i'm going to write a question and the first answer i get Is going to be what I stick to No matter the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth However many times I go back and forth Because I wrote it down here I will know that was the first instinct I got And that's the one I'm going to do No no matter how many times I wrestle back and forth with it after that And if you're willing to make that commitment And do that with the first instinct journal That'll change your whole life Because your first instinct's always right It's that pesky second, third, fourth hundredth instinct (laughs) that, uh, that gets in the way, you know, our, our uh, monkey mind, our uh, ego comes in and tries to, to battle with it. But that first, Uh, the the monkey mind, I deal with that a lot.
0: So could you, could you review the, um, the first thing you talked about the, uh, the who and the what? Oh, the how and the what? Uh, Yeah, the the, the the
1: kind of questions you ask Uh, uh, yeah the right questions will start with the word how or what uh, as opposed to why when we ask a question like why does this keep happening to me the universe goes yeah why and keeps giving you reasons to ask why Uh, so so we get answers based on the quality of our questions so if you start with Mm. how can I be more loving Uh, what do I need to do what's my next step what do I need to do next um uh, where do I need to go to get this answer? You know, where, why, how. Uh those are questions that if you start with those words, then it's uh, it's a clearer question all day long than a why question.
0: Okay, perfect. Thank where, you. why and how. Great. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Pearl, yeah. so much for your awesome question. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Thank you. I'll-
0: all right, so I'm gonna mute Pearl here and we've got a couple minutes before the live stream stops but if you're uh, joining us there if you could call in this will continue for the next uh, 10 15 minutes so it's uh, 818-514-1190 and just hit 1 so we know you have a question so 818-514-1190
1: And really quick, when you go to walkingwithyourangelsbook.com to pick up the book, you'll also receive over $1,600 in free gifts from uh, dear friends of mine. So uh, I didn't want you to just get the book. I want you to get the book and then have tools to help you uh, put into practice what you learn in the book.
0: Oh, yeah, that's great. So, again, that is www.walkingwithmyangelsbook.com. And you can also check out the Facebook, uh, as well, as Facebook, Walking With My Angels, if you're a Facebook person. So you can stay connected to the latest news. So, again, that's walkingwithmyangelsbook.com. So, so, Keith, I'm sure there's people that want to go deeper, and maybe we could just chat a little bit about, like, you talked about workshops. So, yeah. you know, what is it? Where is it? What's involved? Well, right now
1: I'm touring the whole country doing live events. I'm in in Florida right now. Uh, However, I did create a home study course that will help you to, for at least five weeks, right, at least five weeks, be in the everyday practice of interacting and uh, creating uh, action with your angels. And so so, uh, it's a five-week online course. So uh, if you go to... um, Beyond belief forward slash webinar. Beyond belief forward slash webinar. Uh I went ahead and uh, just created a, a special page. So if you go to the website and and try to get the home study course it's not gonna be this. But uh I created uh this one page for this call for uh, ninety seven dollars for for the home study course. Oh, wow. so you can go read Wow Yeah, you can go read all Thank go you. read all about it. Yeah, just the bonuses are worth thousands of dollars, but uh, and, and it's usually uh, much more than that. The value is eighteen eighty-eight, uh, but it's just ninety-seven dollars. If you go to, to publishing dot com forward slash webinar.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah. So one of the questions, Keith, um, along the lines of 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 you know some of the lifestyle choices. Let's just say. <laughs> fake. Uh, um now I, I it's funny 'cause it's 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 funny for me because I have such a goody two shoes, you know growing up, yeah. like <laughs> I was like, you know, I don't really know what it's like um uh but yeah. you know one of the questions that comes up for people is like, look what what if you know for whatever reason my home or or my lifestyle or choices or whatever has created uh an abundance of negative energy, including maybe attracting. Ghosts, because I have a drinking problem, or maybe demons that want to thwart my, um, you know, my mission, something like that. Why can't I get rid of these entities if I have these angels around me all the time? Why aren't they automatically clearing these entities for me so I can get on with my life? Hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, know, you, probably, you probably haven't asked that one on a radio show quite yet, but here we go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah well there's so many levels to that and there's so many different beliefs about it um i know that my angel told me that good always prevails over evil that light always wins and so when you call in the light when you strongly call in the light so if you know about archangels uh kind of do your homework and see which archangels are the ones that are really great at clearing things right or or what what they're great at whatever kind of demon you're facing um be it like drug addiction, be it uh, sexual you know problems, be it anything, there there's an archangel that can assist you in that. And uh, so you can call in your angels, your guardian angel as well as some archangels to clear it and to clear this negative energy. And if you do all that and then you're still like what the then seek a shaman because uh I especially especially at the beginning of this work was what uh one of my shaman called she said you're sticky. She said <laughs> Sticky. What that means <laughs> what that means. I would I would I would go into live events, I'd go into things and not put up any protection and I'm just so loving ah. and so open that everybody's everything just wanted to jump on and come with me. And so I'd walk yep. out of an event in pain, like you know, darkness starting to channel vision in and I almost black out, you know, and, and it seems like that one that one angel in my life would always be speaking at that event and she'd be like, ah, come here and she'd take me in and clear me. So she probably gave me a bunch of tools uh, that could assist me in, in um, you know, eliminating that to begin with, or get clearing them once they came in. So, uh, so there, yeah. there are tools you can do, but they're all different. So, uh, so you, you know, call in the light, call in the archangels, uh, try it yourself. If not, hire a shaman. They can clear it, and then what they do, then do that. <laughs> right? Because if it works, awesome. you don't fix it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for your experience on that. Um, uh, my yeah. experience is interesting in that um i find that some of the people in my tribe have what i call a high responsibility level so mm-hmm. that means that they don't get away with stuff that maybe others might get away with based on their mission.
1: So <laughs> yeah.
0: in other words, the angels aren't gonna do for us what we can do for ourselves and is not going to prevent us from being conscious. So people are like, Well why don't they just automatically heal everything? I'm like, Well, would you make changes then if they did? And the answer is probably not. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah. yeah, so sometimes we need that impetus like, you know, so many times you mentioned in your book in your experience that, that inspiration or impetus to make shifts and changes in our lives and make those choices. So they help us with the choice rather than do mm-hmm. stuff for us, like teaching a yeah. man to fish rather than just giving him fish. Mhm, mm-hmm. Right. Oh, and by the way, sure. I was going to share with this one quick story, about. I had a, a client, a patient at the time, come to the office, and she was very sensitive. She was a nurse. And she says, I don't understand. I, I, I call an Archangel Michael and, and, you know, ask him to protect me from the entities in the hospital, but I, I still – I still feel them, and I don't understand why he's not clearing them. And I said, well, just curious. I said, "Um, so did you ask him to clear the, the, uh, the ghosts and the entities or just to protect you? And he, she said, oh, well, I asked him to protect me, but I assumed, I said, well, let's just try it. So I said, go ahead, call an archangel Michael and ask him not only to protect you, but to clear and heal these entities. So she did. Okay. And she goes, oh, my God, I feel so much better. Yeah. <laughs> I said, just had to learn. In your case, you need to be that specific. Yeah. So he was protecting yes. you, but you didn't tell him to, to right. clear the entity so you could still feel their negative emotions because you are sensitive. So anyway, I just thought I'd share that <laughs> funny story. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Great. So just sharing with that, anybody that's on the phone lines live here, if you would like to talk to Keith, the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hands up again eight one eight five one four eleven ninety okay um so Keith um you know is it possible for people to actually like shut out our angels like can we just like not handcuff them isn't the right word but like literally be like go away you know and they'll actually go away because we order them like is that possible
1: they probably won't. Go away, but they might not show themselves to you, <laughs> because it's really, you know, uh, as this this man Jesus said, he said it happens as you believe, and and I've found through uh, inquiry and study that that's no truer words have been spoken. So so if you say go away and you believe they're going to go away, then then they may still be knocking at your door, but you're not going to hear them. It's, it's what you're believing. You're believing. You're believing they went away. So you'll throw up whatever shield or earplugs or <laughs> whatever you want to call it, so <laughs> that you're not getting messages. You're not hearing anything, and then you'll think that they forsake you and they went away. But but the truth is, like your guardian angels, never gonna leave you. They have a specific assignment, and so uh, you may go back and forth with them based on your belief, but. As soon as you say that invitation, that evocation, and they know that they can, they can interact and and show up for you in ways that you'll understand and that you'll be able to wrap your mind around. Then they'll be right back to it. But again, they love you ah. unconditionally. So if you if you told them go away on Tuesday and said okay come back on Wednesday, they still love you either way. Like you can't do anything to just <laughs> take that. that. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's great. Well, and the other thing I just thought of is like, if people were like, "Well, I don't know if I believe enough or whatever," we can ask our angels to help us or support us in that in believing. Yes. Yeah. So With anything. We can be creative yeah. about what we ask. Right. I'm mm-hmm. all, I'm constantly asking for stuff.
1: <laughs> My mom <laughs> taught me that.
0: She's like, uh, you know, we could be going to the mall, and she'd be like, "Parking spot," you know, <laughs> so she. Yeah. She goes, Oh, my parking angels always work and said, Absolutely they do, Mom. You're so awesome
1: <laughs> Yeah. And
0: finding lost things, you know, just like she mm-hmm. goes, Oh, you know, my, my angels I, I have them do all little things. They probably are, you know, uh fed up with, with me asking them for a little th- I said, No, 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 no. I said, No, they no. never are. They love it
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there's no small, there's only playing and interaction. Yay. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Oh, that's like, great. Let's find well, the car keys. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so just before we end today, I just want to share with everyone the websites to go to. So, WalkingWithMyAngelsBook.com. So you can uh, there's a link to get the book there, but also to get all your bonuses as well. Uh, so make sure you get all those free bonuses and uh, the special for today um, that five week. Uh, home study course with Keith is at beyondbeliefpublishing.com forward slash webinar, and we'll be uh, putting this also on our Facebook group, uh, beyondbeliefpublishing.com forward slash webinar, and that's over $1,800 for that um, training program, but uh, Keith did a special for us today, so it's 97 so well worth it, especially if you're not already having you know, amazing back and forth and results with your connections with angels. So, Keith, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm super excited about our show next time about publishing, because there are a lot of people in my tribe who are telling me, I want to publish, publish a book, I want to publish a book, I want to publish a book, right? And nothing ever happens. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, not yet. And uh, I, I'm going to model it. I'm going to model it. I'm publishing my book this year, this this. You know, by the end of the second quarter, it's happening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. All right. You said Thank it. Thank
0: you so much, Keith, and thanks for everyone for good listening guys. in today. Lots of have love. Have a good day. Take, care. Take care. Bye for oh. now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?